Hey everyone, on today's episode, I'm going to be chatting with nutritionist and wellness coach Anna Roden concerning her path to fertility and how she's helping others become mothers as well. All right, I am so excited to be here today with our guest, Anna. Um, she has her own unique story to tell about conceiving and the struggle she went through trying to conceive and of course her wanting to help other women through that process. So let's talk about that a little bit, your process of planning, praying, and hoping. Um, Tell us a little bit about your story and your background. Yes, yes. So love planning, praying, and hoping. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, the majority of my fertility issues were around my ovulation, which I think is a little trickier because it's not necessarily as easy to diagnose. So sometimes you're dealing with the challenge and not quite sure what the challenge is. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, my husband and I, we had been together 10 years, knew that we wanted a baby, and it just was not happening for us. So I had not been diagnosed with fibroids or PCOS, but it just was not happening. I had not been on birth control for about nine of those 10 years. Were you guys getting worried or were you just like, oh, let's just live our lives? (laughs) So he was worried, much more worried than I was because I was so into nutrition. I understood that Mm -hmm. something was going on with my body, but I was confident and I think more so faithful that I could impact it. But we were worried Mm -hmm. because I knew without being on birth control for Mm -hmm. 10 years, we should have had multiple children by now. And it just had not happened. I had not conceived. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think in the back of my mind, or maybe even intuitively, I knew it it was me and not him. I knew there was Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with him. I knew it was me because he has children. He has a daughter. So... Um, for me, it was the hard pill to swallow that I had to take the responsibility for my weight and for my body, um, and really change, changing my lifestyle. So Mm -hmm. for me, it was my ovulation, my hormonal cycle, my ovulation, getting my ovulation back on track so that I could conceive Mm -hmm. and carry a baby and, and have a healthy pregnancy. And how'd that play into your professional background? Tell people what you do. Um, and how that played into you really working on yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a nutritionist and a wellness coach for women, specifically women of color Mm -hmm. with feminine health issues, and I call them feminine wellness issues. And my profession, I call it my passionate profession, Mm -hmm. actually came out of my own health story. I was a hair loss specialist prior to, so seeing women with extreme hair loss. Mm -hmm. And as I'm seeing women with these issues, I started to feel very sick alongside Mm -hmm. not conceiving. I started not to have any energy. I started to have pain and swelling. Mm -hmm. I started to feel old. I really felt very fatigued. Um, And I wanted to understand what was going on with my clients outside Mm -hmm. of their hair loss. I knew it was medical. I wanted to understand what was going on with my body. Um, And so I added and started studying the nutrition piece. And that's when I learned exactly what was going on with my body. So the two came together, my personal story and what became my profession so that I could change Mm -hmm. my lifestyle. So let's talk about that nutrition and hormones. So for you specifically, like how did you heal yourself um, for you to be able to conceive? And then how does that play into you helping other women? Just because a lot of people don't know how much your hormones 
impact your fertility. And of course, the things that you're putting in your body, which you're eating, how that impacts your fertility. Um, So talk a little bit, a little bit about how you cured yourself um, and how you're helping other women. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. Your hormones are the foundation as far as conceiving. I like to tell my clients that you don't want to force your body into pregnancy. You want to prepare it for pregnancy Mm -hmm. um, so that you can have a healthy and happy pregnancy after you conceive. And so you have three major hormones. Mm -hmm. Um, The two that are most important to women are estrogen and progesterone. Progesterone is the pregnancy hormone. Mm -hmm. You have to have a healthy level of progesterone to not only conceive, Mm -hmm. but to maintain a healthy pregnancy Mm -hmm. um, and to have a healthy postpartum season in your Mm -hmm. life as well. All of that depends upon an adequate level of progesterone. Now, nutrition is important because what you eat has the ability to throw your hormones completely out of whack. Mm -hmm. Progesterone is naturally the hormone that declines the fastest as you age. So in our late 20s, early 30s, if our progesterone is declining, we're not eating a diet that supports us having balanced hormones, then -hmm. your body ends up in this place where it is difficult to conceive. It is difficult to carry a baby. Mm -hmm. So your hormones are made from what you eat. So eating nutrient-dense foods, Mm -hmm. less processed foods, foods that are going to support you having healthy digestion so that Mm -hmm. you can have a healthy level of vitamins and nutrients, all of that plays a part in your hormones, specifically progesterone. Yeah, I think people don't realize that. (laughs) I remember being at the fertility doctor and someone was eating Bojangles. I'm like, yeah, I just want to do like a woosah, like... Yeah. Why are you eating Bojangles and you're trying yeah. to have a baby? <laughs> like, yeah. Can we just focus on some healthy eating habits? Right. So food right. wise, like how does food, how does nutrition affect our energy and our mood mm. and our mindset? How does that all come into play? Yeah, that's a great question. So your colon mm. is your second brain. Mm. Um, and that's what it's referred to, right? Yeah. So it's two parts. First, mm-hmm. As far as your nutrition, everything that you eat makes up your vitamins and nutrient levels, and that maintains your mood, your mindset, Mm -hmm. um, your energy levels. Without enough magnesium, iron, vitamin B, it's very hard to have energy. It's very hard to feel excited. It's very Mm -hmm. hard um, to not be depressed. Deficiencies Mm -hmm. can actually cause feelings of depression, low energy, fatigue. So Mm -hmm. your vitamins, nutrients, and adequate levels of those keep you out of that disease state and feeling Mm -hmm. diseased, whether Mm -hmm. it's mental, whether it's emotional, whether it's physical. Um, So that's very important. And then on the other side of that, when we talk about your colon, GI Mm -hmm. issues are huge. Mm -hmm. Um, So many women have GI issues and don't realize that their mood and their energy, it's connected to your gut, specifically your mood, serotonin Mm -hmm. and dopamine, Mm -hmm. the two neurotransmitter chemicals Mm -hmm. that play a big part in depression are actually made in your gut. Mm -hmm. So depression medication um, mirrors and uh, starts with your serotonin and dopamine, which is in your gut. Mm -hmm. So if you have a healthy gut, then you have healthy serotonin and dopamine levels, then it's impossible for you to feel depressed. Most people don't know that and don't make that connection. So Mm -hmm. it's more than what you eat. Mm -hmm. It's how what you're eating is impacting your body and how your body is processing it. It's all chemical. So how do people find out if they have deficiencies 
Um, is it just going to their doctor? Like, do they need to have certain panels run on them? How do they find out if they yeah. have deficiencies? That's that's a great question. Yes. Um, your doctor may be able to run certain tests, mm-hmm. um, blood tests, mm-hmm. to see if you have deficiencies. But there are also websites where you can get nutrient panels right mm-hmm. at home okay. um, through hair strand testing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the hair strand testing, it's called mineral hair strand assessment. Okay. Sometimes it's a little bit more... Um, on the dot, it's a little okay. bit more because your hair strand sometimes is different than your blood. Mm-hmm. You can also just walk into a Quest Labs. I know most Walmarts these days have a have Quest them. Laboratory mm-hmm. and request vitamin and nutrient testing and your okay. insurance covers it and you don't have to have a prescription for that. Okay, that's great. And then jumping back to your your pregnancy. So how so for nine years you mentioned like nothing was happening. And so did you just immediately change your diet? And then how did you discover that you were pregnant? How, yes. how was that experience like? So honestly, I gave it to God. Yeah. I knew that stress on top mm-hmm. of whatever my body was going through mm-hmm. was not going to help the situation. Okay. So rather than really stressing about it and mm-hmm. check, you, you know what I'm like, I think yeah. sometimes when you don't get pregnant as quickly as you would like to or have mm-hmm. infertility issues, that level of stress, emotional, physical, spiritual stress mm-hmm. can make it worse. Mm-hmm. So more than anything, I told myself in the beginning, I had to give it over to God. If yeah. I got pregnant, great. Mm-hmm. If I didn't, maybe I wasn't supposed to. It's what yeah. I wanted, but I had to let it go. go yeah. Um, and then I, 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 what I like to call back to my body into it. I changed my diet. I changed what I was eating. I changed mm-hmm. to a plant-based whole food diet. I started supplementing consistently every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started taking a natural plant-based progesterone cream to mm-hmm. help supplement my progesterone because the majority of my issue and my symptoms, it was all low progesterone is what I was okay. dealing with. But yeah. I knew I had to change my diet too. Mm-hmm. So um, through the modalities that I offer, which is mm-hmm. nutrition and natural hormones. Mm-hmm. And did you feel like throughout that process, I know a lot of women say this, that they feel like they don't get answers specifically from their doctors. Did you feel that, okay, well, I'm not getting answers. I'm going to figure this out. Like I have the power to figure this out. I'm going to pray about it. Like I'm going to figure this out on my own. Did you feel that like absence of, okay, like my actual medical team isn't helping me. Let me figure out what I'm going to do to correct this. Yes. Um, unfortunately, yeah. yes. I actually felt like I knew what was going on with my body. I shared it with my doctor and she laughed. She laughed wow. when I told her my hormones were imbalanced because I was so young. Yeah. For her, she felt like there was no way it couldn't be possible. Mm-hmm. So I just, I took the lab work, which I needed the lab work so I could understand what was going on and went on a journey on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, absolutely. I tried my medical professional. I felt like she didn't understand Stand, and she was yeah. not receptive of mm-hmm. what I knew was going on with my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just had to move forward on my mm-hmm. own, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. And then, so you discovered that you were pregnant. So did you know right away Did you guys do a pregnancy test? Like what was that process like and how excited was your husband? <laughs> My breast, we were on vacation. We were in Denver living our best life. And I'm pretty petite. Yeah. But I'm very I'm I'm very I'm very observant of my body. I notice yeah. when anything changes. I had side boob all of a sudden. And I'm like, where's going side on? Boob? Yeah. Like why are my breasts not fitting in my yeah. breast? My breast getting larger. 
Um, and then they started to get tender. So that mm. weekend, I noticed they were larger and they were tender. Mm. And I said, I, I have to take a pregnancy test. test. And when we got home, I took a pregnancy test. It was positive. Mm. That was end of September. I actually kept it a secret for about three weeks because I always had this vision of announcing it to my entire family, family. at the same time yeah. and having it recorded. Uh-huh. So I tricked everybody, got mm-hmm. everybody together, told mm-hmm. them at the same time, my husband included. So oh, wow. that was really exciting. <laughs> it was a really emotional moment. Yeah. So it was so hard to keep it a secret though, but I, I kept it a secret <laughs> for three weeks after I found out. Yeah, I can only imagine how hard that was. It, um, it was so so, so dealing, with, dealing with diet, dealing with the excitement of all that stuff, um, and then dealing with diet. So many people like don't know what to do with their diet. Um, and then just out of habit, they go back to eating bad things. Yeah. I know I changed my diet when they told me I had PCOS. I had no idea. Um, and that was what, almost like nine years ago. And so I changed my diet because of that. But had I not gone through fertility treatments, I would not have known that. And you wonder you know, every year when you go get your physicals, how is this missed? How did they not know my hormones were off? How did they not notice any of these things instead of just giving me, check, you're good. Um, So in terms of diet and vegan, how does that impact our bodies? Um, Not just for overall health, but for fertility as well. Yeah. And you don't necessarily have to be a vegan. I think Mm -hmm. vegan is such a huge buzzword right now. Yeah. Um, you can be a vegan and still eat crap, unfortunately. People eat French fries and stuff all day. and they're... You can eat French fries <laughs> and pasta and just not eat the meat. Yeah. Um, so I like to tell my clients, eat real food. Yeah. You want to eat real food that you can pronounce and only mm-hmm. has one ingredient, right? Yes. So you want to eat a ton of fruits, mm-hmm. vegetables, greens. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you only have to eat salads. Yeah. You really want to lay down the processed foods. Mm-hmm. Instead of focusing on what you can't have, mm-hmm. focus on what you can have. Yeah. Um, and I think taking the vegan label off of that, mm-hmm. I just have to tell my clients, eat as much real food as possible. If you yeah. can grow it. Mm-hmm. It's real food. Exactly. Um, as far as the vegan vegetarian aspect of it, I mm-hmm. do urge that my clients go plant based. Mm-hmm. However, if that's just not feasible for you mm-hmm. right now, then red meat. You want to cut out the red meat and mm-hmm. focus specifically on organic, plant based, uh, organic, free range, or mm-hmm. wild caught fish or chicken. Okay. So the healthiest, less processed fish mm-hmm. and chicken available. Mm-hmm. And Fruits and vegetables, right? Of course, yeah. Um, so just simplify it. If mm-hmm. that's not possible, try vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And I love Pinterest. You have okay. to get you some cookbooks. You have to get <laughs> recipes because it's going to be new to you. Yeah. But have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as clean as possible is really what you're going for. Now, talking about that, I believe you have a, a book uh, with yes. recipes in it. So talk about that a little bit and how people can purchase that book and how they can use that as a way to help them on their guide towards fertility. Sure, 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 sure. I did. So my book is called Ready for Wellness. It's a mm-hmm. wellness guide and cookbook specifically for women of color with these feminine wellness issues. Mm-hmm. It's two parts. The first part is a wellness guide that helps you understand exactly what's going on with your body. So whether it's menopause or PCOS or Mm -hmm. infertility, it's all hormonal in your Mm -hmm. infant system. And it's important that you understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, So it's a very easy, a very, very simple to understand guide of your body. 
So once you understand what's going on, now you want to eat differently. So the backside of it is a cookbook with a month worth of recipes to get you started in the kitchen eating a little differently. Mm -hmm. It's available on my website, which is also Mm -hmm. readyforwellness.com. And if you're just, I like to say it is more so for my clients that are ready to kind of stick their toe in the pool (laughs) of doing something and eating a little differently to commit, right? It's support. And it's the answers that we sometimes don't get from our doctors. Yeah, someone who looks like us. Yeah, been through what you're going through. Absolutely. And then in terms of people who, like you mentioned, dealing with the PCOS, the endometriosis, um, fibroids, MRKH. I just had someone on the podcast a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago, and she talked about how debilitating her cycles are to where she can't get out of bed for a couple days. I'm like, what advice do you have for those individuals who are just in situations where they feel like they're not necessarily getting the help that they need? And that their bodies are just kind of like being tormented and they don't also not able to conceive because of it. Like, is there any advice you would give to them? Yes. Um, advocate for yourself. Mm. So often that starts with having a medical professional that mm. is not listening to you or does not completely understand what you're going through. Mm. Listen to your intuition and advocate for yourself. And then secondly, I had a mentor that said something to me that made so much sense. She said that our health is our responsibility. And so often we're programmed and conditioned to allow it to be the responsibility of someone else. So we just take the diagnosis, run with it. We never research it. We never look it up. We never Mm -hmm. look up alternative holistic methods. So taking your health into your own hands as your responsibility Mm -hmm. and researching, whether it's buying a book, Mm -hmm. whether it is reading blogs of women who have gone through something similar, Mm -hmm. whether it's working with a coach, Mm -hmm. if you feel like you need more help and more support, find it and don't stop until you find exactly what you need because Mm -hmm. you have the power to heal yourself um, with the right tools and resources so just don't stop until you find those tools and resources until you find your tribe yes exactly and you also mentioned prayer you know i'm very big on prayer what are some of the um, strategies you use in your prayer time just to like relieve some of the stress that you were feeling and just walking through faith. Are there any tips you can give people, you know, who are faith minded um, on their journey so they don't give up in whatever aspect that looks like? Yes. Thank you so much for asking that Mm -hmm. question. Affirmations. I'm so Mm -hmm. big on affirmations. I take affirmations into my quiet time and my prayer time in the morning. Mm -hmm. I say them throughout the day and during my infertility challenges, um, affirmations, my body is now ready to receive my baby. My Mm. body is now ready to produce a healthy pregnancy. Um, my baby will come when the time is right. Right. Mm. So affirming to myself what Mm. I knew was going to happen for me, because Mm. sometimes that stress, that fear, those negative emotions Mm -hmm. can take over and they snowball. Mm -hmm. And so But affirmations help to keep your mind in a positive space, which is important because your body follows suit. Mm -hmm. So in your quiet time, finding affirmations that support what you really want for yourself is so important. I love it. And then lastly, how can people find you? You have so many great services. I know you mentioned the website already, but just run down some of the services that you have and then how people can get in contact with you if they want to move forward with working with you. Yes, yes. So readyforwellness.com is my website. Um, If you want to learn a little bit more about me, I offer the book, 
for clients who want to do it themselves. Mm -hmm. I also offer coaching services. I have what I call a program. It's called Flow. It's Mm -hmm. a nutrition program um, where I walk with you and help you through your symptoms. So that's how you can work with me one-on-one. And then you can always just follow me on social media. Mm -hmm. My Instagram is healthcoachana, healthcoachana. And my Facebook is coachanaroden. I'm always cooking up something. I'm always sharing recipes. You can always dive in and tune in for more information. So my website is kind of an all-in-one, whether you want to schedule a complimentary consultation or just buy the book or social media is if you want to join the tribe. Well, thank you for being here. Um, You know, for people who are listening, like it's never too late for change. Um, You know, even if you did something last week, you were eating horrible last week, you feel frustrated with your doctors, it's never too late for change. And so hopefully you'll reach out to Coach Anna um, for more information. And we just thank her for her time and for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm Sinhara Eastman, and thank you for listening to the Black Girl's Guide to Fertility podcast. You can stay connected with this movement on my website, Facebook, and on Instagram. And if you haven't already, please join my mailing list at blackgirlsguidedfertility.com and on sinharaeastman.com.